I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Wow. <laughs> I'm your host, Caitlin Bradnick. I love scams and I love you. And I love our co-host, co-guest, favorite girl of my life, Ariel Elias, who we've just spent an hour talking, <laughs> nothing to do with scams. <laughs> and so we decided, let's just get to the scams. Yeah, Welcome, Ariel. This is the most like, hi, Caitlin. Thanks. It's the most like Caitlin conversation ever. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to do this thing. First, we're going to talk for an hour. For we're going to catch hour. up. We're going to work on some things. For an hour. <laughs> he helped me work. We workshopped pilots. We created new characters, conflict resolution. Like it's because, well, Ariel, without you, and I'm sure anybody listening knows this, it's not specifically me, but I have had this like overwhelming impending doom that if I'm doing it by myself, I'm just not going to be enough and like yes that's like therapy stuff but I also know that I don't know enough about pitching a pilot or writing it specifically that I need mm -hmm. help from my friends and especially after COVID we're not all hanging out together in like a right. area anywhere we can say what do you think about this it's just you by yourself <laughs> yeah bouncing things off of each other has to become very intentional now yes and like we've all sort of gotten used to like being alone yeah for better, for worse. I do like some of it. Yeah. I do too. I do. As a as a fierce introvert, I'm yeah. like kind of I was kind of into a lot of COVID. I what I loved it was such a good excuse to be like, guys, I can't do anything. <laughs> I have to be yeah. home. <laughs> Sorry, it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. I can't be a great friend right now. I can't show up for you, but I can call you. Yeah. Yeah, but it's I mean, doing this stuff like writing especially I mean it's such a solitary so hard action yes you really have to be it's so hard because you have to get into your brain like you have to get into that flow part yeah. or whatever but at the same time like most of what we write is garbage <laughs> yes and sometimes you kind of need somebody not to say hey this is garbage but you need somebody to say like how can we improve upon this 
And it's a really, it's so vulnerable. Yes. And to ask for clarification, because anytime Alan asks for clarification, I'm like, are you calling me stupid? Like he can literally just ask, you know, did you want this character like, you know, to seem like an immigrant or somebody who's like a lifer New Yorker who's never bothered to learn English? Like does this like it, it's very it's two different things that are in New York City. It's and I love them. And I'm like, how do you not get that from my pilot? Like, how do you not how do you not understand that? And so you I take it really personally. And at the same time, all shows and writing things are done with a group of people. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, I can't wait to be with a bunch of writers and improving upon this. But at the same time, you have to pitch it and show it as if you've had 15 writers with you making it the best job ever. It does make it so incredible to like tie it back of like some of these scam artists where it's like, you just did this by yourself. That's so impressive. Was This was your first draft. (laughs) That's incredible. You, you are have, a genius. Yeah. You're using it for evil, but you are a genius. You have so many grammatical errors that aren't stopping you. <laughs> They're not giving you any insecurity, buddy. He's confident as can be. Yeah, you're not saying no to yourself. No. You're not listening to that voice. You don't put that this says, on Grammarly. This is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not checking if I'm a Mr. or Mrs. or it. It's so true. Because that's our. You didn't tweet this first oh. to see if anybody else could relate. <laughs> No one relates and you're fine with that. That is so true, Ariel. So guys, we're talking about, which I think is fascinating because it, I've done this before and haven't been scammed, but it's in digital wallets, not Bitcoin and stuff like that, but a Zelle, Venmo, Cash App where you, like a Facebook marketplace, PayPal, where somebody will be scamming you over those. And I've, in seemingly normal ways that people respond to on this. Like I accidentally sent money to the wrong person and they said to me, oh, I'm so sorry. I think you sent this, you know, my name's spelled. I put like an ah. X or something where it was supposed to be. And they sent me the money back. This was in the beginning. Which they should not have done. No. So that's okay. That's what we're talking about. No, when you sent me the articles, I literally, I had to, so I'm on the road mm. and I don't have a car with me here, yeah. but I'm in St. Louis where it's kind of sprawled out. Right. And the person who I'm staying with was like, I can give you a ride to the club, but, and it's in the shopping center, mm-hmm. but I, I have to take you at 1 PM. <gasps> and what time was your I show? have to. 7 30. Oh my God. So I just had, I sat on every different bench. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I really, I really got to know the shopping center. Oh yeah. But when you, you sent me those articles during that time and I was like, oh, thank, thank God. Thank God. Oh, I'm thank so God glad. Thank God I don't have to read my book. Thank God. And you can be like, I'm doing research guys. You know, yes, it's not wasted exactly. time. I'm being productive. Mm-hmm. Not at Get all. Get off my back. No time is wasted if if you're if you're curious from <laughs> yeah no and you're doing a stand-up tour right now which is exciting um yeah i guess it, i guess one could call it a tour it is. i you're call it comedian. just um desperately cold emailing a bunch of clubs you're and being crushing like, it can though. i come barely break that's even what tours are. so i it did take me a couple of articles to fully understand the scam mm-hmm. but basically there are people out there with nefarious intentions mm-hmm. who steal, they steal other people's credit cards Right, is like how it starts, which they get like off the dark web or whatever. Or they can create a credit card skimmer that you can attach to a, like a random ATM machine, like in your mm, bodega. I have, yeah, I have seen videos of that. People like pulling and seeing the skimmer thing. And I try to remember to do that. I don't even know how to, you have to send me that video. I don't know how to do that. Um, I just know that they exist and I just like cross my fingers that my bodega isn't screwing me over. Um, so they <laughs> somehow they get a credit card number stolen. Yes. And then they put it into like Venmo or Zelle or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever thing Cash you app. use. Mm-hmm. And they send somebody like $200 mm-hmm. And then you, as the scammy, see this money in your Venmo and you're like, oh, what? Yeah, that's. And then they contact you and they go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I sent this to you by accident. Right. Can you send it back? Right. And then you send it back, but it's taking the money, I guess, from your bank account. Mm -hmm, It is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then that person who, the scammer, takes the money that you've sent them back, puts it into their actual account. Mm And then is like gone. And then you realize them. Is that right? Yes. And 
what they do in the interim of when they send it to you, they also said that it's really incredible. This is what we're talking about how smart these scammers are. They can send it out to you. Like they can send hundreds or thousands of these cash app messages and money at the same time. So they can send to like 300 people at once. And then in the meantime, when they wait for that response, they actually cancel the credit card. So they close that credit card and have their Mm. same profile linked to a different card or account or something. So by the time the person whose credit card is stolen says, I have all these like weird Zelle charges, the person whose credit card is stolen can go to the bank and get that taken off their bill. The scammer has already like burned that fake credit card basically and has a new account that's getting an influx of money from people thinking that they're breaking even. But what's happening is that the original deposit of money that the scammer put into the innocent person's account dries up because the credit card company says this was fraud. So you aren't actually breaking even. You're actually just losing $500. Right. So here's what I've learned from this. Because they're what this like a lot of these articles were like, what should you do? Yeah, if this a lot of them. Because Venmo's policy obviously is like wait, Venmo's policy was first give it back. Give it back. <laughs> that was their yeah. first fall, policy. Pray, fall victim to the scam. <laughs> yeah, the first um. policy was like it was probably an honest mistake, and now they had to rewrite their whole thing. And it was like, yeah, Venmo, you dumb bitch. Like, of course. Sorry. Who? Who? <laughs> who? Who was the person? What meeting what happened where they were like? Oh my, oh my, it's like, God. you're a fucking, you're a bank. You're a you bank. think people aren't scamming yeah, people? Nobody's going to be a good, no one's good and kindly handshake, especially on the internet. It's not that the internet's new. It's not the first three like AOL websites out there. You guys have been around for a good chunk of time. Yeah, you're combining the internet with a financial institution. <laughs> and you're like, I don't believe anybody would use this for yeah, an nefarious you're a dumbass. You're reason. like entitled dumbass. No offense. <laughs> Please don't come after us, but you suck, you know? It was, it's so insane. So So that was their first policy. Yeah. Then the policy, I, what is it now? It's like on one hand, oh, it's like if you send money to somebody by accident, just ask them to send it back. Right. That's their other policy that they still have. Yes. Which is like, well, wait, but then if the other person on the other end doesn't is paying attention, then they shouldn't send it back. They definitely shouldn't send it back. Wait, let me see. You're telling people who receive money by accident to not send, send it, back, it back, but you're telling people who send money by accident to just ask the person to send it back. Right. Also, very dumb. Very dumb. It should be immediately like reporting it or something. Okay. Here's what I think you should do that none of them tell you to do, oh, and I know why. Um, if somebody sends you $200 on Venmo and it's somebody you don't know, you just transfer that immediately into your bank account. <gasps> That's brilliant. And then... You get $200. Mm-hmm. The scammer doesn't get anything mm-hmm. um, or lose anything. Mm-hmm. The person whose bank account was stolen still calls their credit card right. and is like, hey, this happened. They get the money back. So you're just, we're all now just scamming the financial institution that you're using. We're all just getting money from the bank. That's so brilliant. No, that's so brilliant, Ariel, because they have that built into, there are billions of dollars where each bank gets to for like cost return or whatever the thing is like uh i'm sure somebody knows the word (laughs) you guys are all really smart listening i'm so glad you're still listening (laughs) thank you um no i think it's like whatever the loss prevention or whatever it is there's some sort of insurance they all get banks are getting bailed out all the time so yeah you should yeah it's your money anyway in the first place (laughs) that's amazing you're right you should immediately put it into your account. Now, the the stressful thing also with this is that if you end up transferring and stuff, like I have done this, I've been totally like privy, like, bad at doing this. If you share a Wi-Fi, like a fun, you're, you're like mm. a shared Wi-Fi or like a global Wi-Fi, if you're at a museum or if you're like on the subway, like I am, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to send my landlord money. I pay her over Venmo. Um, and I do it really quickly. Other people can tap into that and get your account. I don't know how. I did not know that. I, yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, well, because the thing was like, it was like when the money is deposited into your account by accident, like into your Venmo, what you're supposed to do, according to these articles, is nothing, right? Mm-hmm. You're just supposed to let it yeah. sit in your Venmo account and week. not touch it. Mm-hmm. And then Venmo will like, 
if 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 it's a scam, Venmo will basically like take it back out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, yeah, of course, of course, these articles are going to say that right. because they don't want Venmo and these credit cards to like lose money. But I think I really think okay, so just like wait until you get home onto your own locked Wi-Fi. Yes, and then transfer and then it. Transfer that shit into your account. That's so smart. And then they into your bank sucking, account. Fucking deal with it. Okay. This article is on scamdetector.com, which I didn't know exists. And you can put in websites and see if they're scams. It's brilliant. I'm putting it in our notes. Everybody needs it. It should be like, instead of Scamwell Podcast. But what if scamdetector.com is a scam? You're right. We're all fucked. Okay. So this is about using public Wi-Fi. If you're going to make a money transfer logging onto a banking app or any other kind, it's best to use your mobile data or have a VPN installed and active on your device beforehand if you're connected to public Wi-Fi. Without taking these precautions, it could be all too easy for hackers to intercept your connection, get access to your financial accounts, and scam you out of money. With more and more money transfers, Wait, I-, <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I still don't understand how they do it, though. I don't either. But that is... I do know that hackers exist. <laughs> so if you told me <laughs> this is what hackers are doing, I'd be like, sure. Yes, I I did see the Angelina Jolie vehicle <laughs> hackers from the 1980s. That, that hackers is trending um, Angelina style. Yeah, I know that that's a thing. So if you can hack into government files, why wouldn't they just want to hack into your bank account? I don't know how it happens. Sure. Though. But they said it. Does. I guess it's like it's incredible that it doesn't happen more, though. Yeah, if it should be happening daily. Okay, so scamdetector.com says you can subscribe to their scam detector newsletter. That's how you can help yourself. Scam, scam. <laughs> They're scam collecting your data. I know. They're collecting so much data. Sometimes I just think, like, you know what, guys, just take it. Just take my data. <laughs> it's I know. Not that interesting. Okay, I'm trying to find a sun visor that's not too dorky looking. <laughs> that's my data. <laughs> I needed to get one of those screws that has a star head. It's not like Phillips, not Phillips, not like flathead. It's a star because I'm trying to hack a battery on my Dyson vacuum. Like, take that info, everyone. Take it. <laughs> Record it forever. Okay, let's go back to what we were saying. I'm sorry. But um, that was why not to do the wife to do it on Wi-Fi. Okay, so just wait until you get onto your own Wi-Fi sure. and then scam the scammers. That's so Everybody wins smart. except for the except for the bank. Yeah, and we don't care. And anyway. who cares? Honestly, I don't care. And um, God, that is so smart, Ariel. Send it in. I mean, I, there is a, a a worry that then they come after you and they're like, you have to bring it back. They could contact you and say, you know, we need to take that money back. It was incorrect. Like, I don't know what their next step is. Um, but but even if they do that, you're just breaking even, true. though. Like, you're not. You're just hoping that they don't. Yeah, that's true. Because this one woman, she wrote a really great, I'm going to protect it as well. She wrote in Los Angeles Times, did someone accidentally send you money on Venmo? You might be getting scammed is the title of the article. And it's by Jessica Roy, who actually had somebody on Facebook who said that they got something for her on Facebook Marketplace. And they said it happens very often with Facebook Marketplace because everything goes through digital wallets or, you know, digitally transferred. And she said that the money in her account, she left it there and it was just eventually evaporated. And I think that is because the collection came through, but you don't need to wait a week for that to evaporate. She said she felt Mm -hmm. she felt bad that maybe the scammer was a real person who did receive an antique table. (laughs) But I don't think so. I don't think so. I think she's just nice. Yeah, it's also look, I think it's important to like have empathy and look out for our fellow man and all that. But at the same time, I think it's just as important to sometimes go, that's not my problem. Yeah. And I don't want to be broke because of this. I don't want this shit. Now, the other scam involved with Zelle, Venmo, all those things are Facebook marketplace scams that are ripe with sending or trading concert tickets products or things that never show up. So you have a scammer that says, here's the item. I'll sell it for you. Give me the money first. You send them the money and then the item never shows up. Which, Which? I have fallen. Oh, really? To. What happened? Yeah. Like kind of recently. <gasps> it's so embarrassing. Do you know? Okay. We don't talk about um, it. No, no, no. It's fine. It's not that embarrassing. Well, they're done so well, Ariel. They're done really well. It's so stupid. So I use this under eye makeup yeah. um, by Tatcha. Ooh. And they recently like discontinued it. Okay. 
or I don't know if it's forever or if it's just temporary. It's just like not out there anymore. And I didn't know that. So I had run out or I was running out. So I went to go buy more everywhere it was gone. So I was like, oh, maybe I can just like find it on like eBay or just like somebody because that happens sometimes. Sometimes people get the wrong thing. There's this face mask I really like that um, is it's like it's hard to find sometimes, but there's, there is this like one sketchy website and it works. Like oh, I, I love it's it. cheap and I get it and it's great. I love um, it. And you know, it might be slowly dripping me with cancer, but that's, I love that's it. okay. If, if you found it though, if you need it. You I know. know. And like my skin looks so fresh. So, so um, but it actually does. I was thinking that because you were saying, you know, you're like, oh, I'm in traveling and stuff like that, but you look so dewy as fuck. And I love it. I love how beautiful your face I, looks. Thank you. Well, my move now is when they, on the plane, mm-hmm. when they're like, please prepare for landing, I do a face mask. So what face masks do you use? This is, our listeners need to know this as well. Okay. They're all friends. They're all great I, friends. Okay. It's <laughs> next to me. I love this. Well, cause guys, because Ariel's flying out tonight. So we got her in the between gigs. Wait, what? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. I fly out tomorrow. I have one more show tonight in St. Louis. Oh, nice. Um, it's, okay. Real quick plug. Real um, quick. Sir, it's S U R Medic, Sir Medic, the Vital Collagen one. So that's the that's the face mask that I use. But so I what? So I was trying to find this under eye stuff. I'm that. realizing that like you know part of this is kind of my own fault for being very vain that I got scammed. No, I don't. Wouldn't feel bad if you want to buy something to make you feel better. That doesn't mean you're vain. That's what they're used <sighs> Thank for, you, Caitlin. That's what they're used for. Thank you. So I found like somebody selling yes. you know this, and they had like a picture of it and da da da, and it was just like send the money by PayPal. Right. And I just did right. without really thinking. common. It just was like click 50 bucks. Really yeah. Yeah. I just did it. And then I realized like I didn't get a receipt. Like I didn't get an email being mm-hmm. like you ordered this. Okay. And I went and it was just some guy named Peter. Oh, Peter. <laughs> basically. God, Peter. And I realized like, and I tried, I did the whole thing where I like tried going through PayPal to see if I could cancel it. You can't cancel a payment once it's through. No, you can, you can, you can um, fight against it. I've done that with a lot of PayPal things. Really? Yes. PayPal. So I will tell you, PayPal has all of these fraud alert things. So you can call them, tell them that you were scammed, tell them it's fraud. PayPal basically. Oh, Caitlin. I will pay $50 to not have to call anybody. (laughs) (laughs) If there is not a link that I can click. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's so funny. (laughs) I'm not doing it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? And that's where the line is. You know, that's where our lines that's where the, are. That's, that's my line. <laughs> that's your line. Wow. So basically, sent this money. I'm never right. getting anything that's back. Fine. I tried emailing the guy, um, and I had to switch to a different brand of funder I concealer. Okay, wow. I, I, that, is, that tells me more about you, Ariel, than anything. Like, you have a principle that I don't have. I will stay on the phone for $3. I'm just like, I'm, there's no way y'all gonna win this <laughs> good for you I'm so ang- also because it's paypal it comes out of paypal's that stupid funding that they always get and i think there could be a chat on paypal because i've done the chats before so maybe you could chat but you would still be having to explain it no i'll, I'll text i'll, I'll do a okay. chat maybe do a chat i just i'm just not gonna sit there on the phone yeah that's how you get it all back oh wow that's but that's so good to know that's never gonna happen that's not a part <laughs> of your experience and that's okay that's okay. They don't need to be. I'm just like, what's my, what's my time and anxiety worth? Honestly, it's worth, yeah. $50 is not enough. It's not, not with inflation mm-hmm. at what it is, and you know? And then you have to pay for all the medication you're already taking. Like I'm, my Prozac is like working double. <laughs> so it's like, I just want to keep a regular day. I love it. And I love that you have a barometer, you know? If it was a hundred. Mm-hmm. No, my barometer is like six cents. <laughs> Seven <laughs> cents. And then I'm like, get that barometer uh, that's amazing. Oh, that's so great. let it be known, everybody listening who's a scammer, if three cents and Caitlin yeah. will not fight you. I won't. You know what? Take the three cents. I've dropped it probably Take anyway. Take the three cents. Um, pennies are a scam. It reminds me too. Do you remember um, there was a scam during COVID? Renan Hirschberg was like the first one, I think, to fall for mm-hmm. it. And he, 
I think I like really admire it. He made a post because he was just like, this is really embarrassing. Oh, good. That's such a crazy thing. Like we all get so embarrassed. So like I even said, but it's like, that's how they. That's how they thrive. thrive. Yes. Yes. Um, that's how they get you. As my husband likes to say <laughs> a lot. That's like his little catchphrase. And just go, that's how they get you. <laughs> And this was also during COVID when comedians were just desperate. So desperate, yeah. And we're all doing things on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Somebody reached out to him and was like, hey, it's my anniversary with my wife. We love your comedy. Like, we've oh. seen you online. Will you make, like, a, a like a five-minute video or whatever, or however long, and just, like, wish us a happy anniversary and da-da-da, I'll pay you 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so he did it. And then when he got the check... It was for three thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and then the guy was like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I I didn't mean to do that. I meant to send you three hundred, not three thousand. Can you send the balance oh, back, That's like the twenty seven hundred? And so he did it. He sent the twenty seven hundred back, and of, because he saw, he didn't realize, and I don't think I realized this either. When you deposit a check, it'll show in your account. It'll be like this is your part of your like available yes available balance, balance right. Even if it hasn't cleared yet. Oh, wow. I did not realize that. I didn't either. And neither did Renan. So Renan sent back. He was like, oh, like the check is already cleared. This is legit. Right. And sent the 2,700 back. But of course, it wasn't a real check. Mm -hmm. It was fake. And then he's just out $2,700. Can he report that to the bank? He did. But they, they were like, you sent this. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. And it's the same thing with Venmo. Like, there's no, or like these articles that we read, right. like Venmo and Zelle and stuff, there is no protection for you as the scammy right. to be like, but I, yes, I sent this. But I was under false pretenses. But like, right. Yeah. But they don't care. No. And it's like, if they, if they really were trying to, that's why I'm cool with just being like, no, just fucking deposit the money into exactly. your account and make them pay for it. Right. because Instead of you, because it's like, they could be like, okay, just show us like a couple of documents of proof right. that show that like you sent this under false pretenses right. and we'll refund. But they don't. Right. Like they choose not to protect you at all. You're right. So like, why would you protect them? You're totally right. Yeah. It, because the second that then you, that's where the trick is. The second that you step over that threshold of reimbursing someone and sending money from your mm-hmm. account back is when you are no longer protected. So the moment that, and so that's what's really hard is, because I feel everybody feels really stupid when this happens because right. it, we do so many transactions online, actually. It's just constant. You know, you have a, yeah. you're buying something from this store, that store. Everything's online. Everything's PayPal. Everything's Zelle. Like I said, I'm, my rent is going through Venmo, which I probably shouldn't say. Um, but like everything's <laughs> sort of like fast in this way that. And what's your Wi Fi password? <laughs> my Wi Fi is like, it's not Rocket. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's hard because I think also we're so inundated with facts about these scams and the stories Mm -hmm. covering these scams are very elitist. And they're like, look at this dumbass. Like the, the attitude towards people who are victims is not nice at all. So if the method was switched, if we weren't making fun or laughing at everybody and it like, it comes from just our need to poke and make fun of people and just what happens. If that wasn't in the equation, we wouldn't feel so bad, but it's been made such a goofy farce and um, I don't know, like like punchline, just being the scam of something simple that you say it's someone whose aunt or grandma did it who wasn't all there and isn't she so stupid? And it, that's not the case. It's you. You're the aunt and grandmother. You are all there. You might have a PhD. And this person sent something very confusing and you tried to do, use your best reasons to solve the problem. Yeah, that I mean, that is part of what sucks so much about this scam mm-hmm. is like, look, I'm I have conflicted feelings about some scams because like there are some things where you're like, you kind of deserved it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate to say that, but like, you know that, what's the, um, that like Netflix, it's also part of like the stuff that makes good TV yeah. and interesting scams is when you have sort of a flawed victim yes. um, and not a perfect victim. Right, in the story setup. I forget the name of that, um, of that Netflix documentary, the guy who was like 
scamming all these women. Which one? He was like, I'm a, I'm like a billionaire like or whatever. Like the Twitter boyfriend like take them one. On yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Mm-hmm. The Tinder swindler. Tinder swindler. Thank you. And it's like, those women were like, you know, I just want like a rich boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it wasn't, but did you, did you, did you watch it? Yes, I did. Um, the thing for me is that he, he like flattered them so much and then showed that he was a victim and only they could help him in these terrible circumstances. So you not only had women who felt stupid, but then also they had this feeling that maybe they were, they genuinely thought they were saving this person. You know, it was it's totally. So it's no, I, I, I just feel I'm sad. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's their fault, no. but it's like part of what they were attracted right. to in the first place was like this rich guy on a yacht. Right. They, right? they were it's only not... looking for rich men. Yes. So like there is part of that. And I think, I read um, the the whatever the book that American Hustle is based on. It might also be called American Hustle. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it, you know, it's about this like con man who who was like a real con man. Okay. And his it's that whole thing of like you can't con an honest person, like because everybody's like the people who are getting conned on all this stuff. Oh, the Sting but, Man. It's called the Sting Man by Robert W. Green. The Sting Man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are people who a lot of times they're like looking to get rich quick. Right. And like, yeah. that's why they fall. The thing that bothers me about this scam is it's like, it's preying on people's honesty and right. they're like, which is like, that's what the comedian, I was like, what a sweet comedian. Like what a nice guy to say, Oh, I wouldn't want to, there's so many sweet, sweet comedians who are already just like putting all everything they have out there to hope for a couple of laughs. And then this happens to them. And I remember when all of that was happening during COVID too. It's so heartbreaking because comedians, we really have zero point zero dollars in the bank account. Usually (laughs) like six of us I know have are maybe writers, but it's not at all lucrative. They're not going after bank. I mean, I'm sure there are scams that are specifically going after bankers and, you know, tradesmen and all those things that are somebody making a lot of money. I don't know. But um, God, comedians are just like the saddest people to con. because <laughs> Maybe our career is a con to begin with. And like maybe just yeah. begging for laughs is not, you know, the best thing. But it's what we do. OK, we've made peace with right. it. Our parents accept us. So just don't con us. Yeah, Ooh, I'm like so upset. I, I'm fully in favor of like conning these like bank institutions and colonizers like, people, <laughs> yeah it's like people who have like made their money off of the backs of you know like Completely. not paying their employees and like absolutely scam those people Trader fuck Joe, those people no, i am say tra- papa john's yeah scam papa john yeah your starbucks yes because um, you know they're doing all this union busting <laughs> yeah i love the busting wait what's the one who was the super racist I almost said Sandra D, but that's not the one. It was um, Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Yeah. I was like, they still are all supporting her. I'm like, guys, Paula Dean used the N word many just times. Shows, just shows the power of butter. Butter really can transform <laughs> racism, slurs. Uh, yeah. Um, so Paula Dean, exactly. Scam her. Yeah. Scam her. But it's like when you're coming, when you're trying to scam people who are like, you're able to scam them because they believe they are doing the right thing. It's, it's, even if it's like only a couple of hundred dollars, like that makes such a big difference to a lot of people. And even if, even if those people don't need that money, even if they're like, you know, I would pay $200 to not be on the phone. Sure. It's like, okay, but you're still like making a fool of them, Mm -hmm. of these people who like, for being good, for just trying to do the right thing. And they don't want to see, also by doing the right thing, they don't want to see you hurt or harmed. They're not just doing good. They're making sure that you personally aren't taken advantage of. Yeah. So you are trying to make sure that that person doesn't feel, isn't being taken advantage of. It's not just the goodness of your heart. It's not that you're picking up some lady's groceries that she dropped. It's not that you're holding a door for somebody. You're going, oh, what I don't want is for you to feel scammed. And you're getting scammed in the process. Right. That's the worst. That's the worst. And that's why never help anyone who says they're getting scammed. Just tell them, call the bank, bitch. No, but I say, you know what? This isn't my problem. Not my responsibility. I am so sorry for your loss, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to keep this in here. Yeah. Okay. At least till Christmas. Yeah. Don't make somebody else's mistake your errand. No, that's wonderful. Now, that is exclusively what I do in life. (laughs) Anybody has an issue, I'm like, I can help. (laughs) Like, I love solving. 
<laughs> my husband taught me, he was like, cause he, so he owns a small business. He has a mm. walking tour company and I used to dog walk for this small company. Mm-hmm. And anytime it was like, and also, you know, I was young, mm-hmm. but when, you know, another dog walker called out sick or something happened yeah. and they would be like, hey, can you pick this up? Yeah. I would go so out of my way to like oh. help them. Or when I was sick, I wouldn't call in sick because then I was like, but then they're going to have to cover it. I remember you told me that once. Yeah. And he was like, don't make their emergency your emergency. <gasps> That's wonderful. I need to well, I need to print that out and put it in my house. And it was nice having from his perspective as somebody who has had to field these emergencies, right? He's coming oh. at it from the perspective too of like, of like I've been in those, posi- of mm-hmm. the opposite position. And mm-hmm. he's like, we still don't make it our employees fault that like something else has gone wrong that we should be dealing with. Wow. Cause that is, that is the way the business is now that it's just sort of taken, everybody does it. I mean, I even remember like Alan, was working when he was in restaurants, there was always some emergency that he would completely internalize and take Mm -hmm. on as his own. And he'd come home so exhausted and stressed. And I'm like, hey, you want to like bake something? And he's like, I can't even think right now. I have to just like zone out because he would just breathe in all that stress. And I think some people will be offended if you don't breathe in there. Like if you don't take on their emergency, they're like, why don't you care? Like some people expect you to do that. But that's when you have to realize they're psychotic. And like, be a good person and be there for people, but like, Mm -hmm. don't take on somebody else's mess. Wow. I know. Or yeah, for that same thing as like, don't take on their chaos. Don't take on Mm -hmm. their, their like urgency. Like the urgency does not have to be breathed in, lived in, put through your body. Right. So tell them to call the bank. Shit. I love this. I love this. And, And deposit that money into your bank. And then get off the phone because it is not worth $50. Okay? It's not Don't, worth it. Don't take a phone call. Do it all via text. <laughs> Tweet it to them, maybe. Instant message. And stop leaving voicemails. I know. Voicemails are a scam. Well, I just read them now. Everything translated. Mm. I just read it. Do you have any guilt where you like keep a voicemail? Because you're like, what if this person's, I don't know, what if I don't, they die? Caitlin, <laughs> I have so many of those. That's what I have. I am so afraid. To delete any so voicemail from my parents, yes, my brother, real. or my husband. Because I'm Grandparents? like, Grandparents? Oh, no. They, they're long dead. They're dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, the living grandparents. Yeah. But she doesn't call. Okay, um, no, it is. I am so just like, okay, Ariel. but when they die, I'm going to want their voice. Ariel, yes. Yes. As if I, I don't have like videos of them. As if everything constant. isn't digitized. I know. And Oh my God, completely. And like, I'll want to hear what they said on like my 23rd birthday. Yes. That's just going to make me sob my eyes out. I should, I should work on the memory and like remember it. But, oh, I have emails saved from my Aunt Valia who's passed away. Like, I just don't want to let go of it. But emails at least don't take up a lot of space. Oh, voicemails, they do. It's, it's con- <laughs> no, every voicemail, every time I get a voicemail, my my phone is just like, you're running out, out of storage. voicemail space. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. how? How how is this the one app that can't hold on to more than 10 memos? Like, Look, 10 we voicemails. know all you nerds out there are worried your parents are going to die. So just <laughs> <laughs> suck it up, bitches. <laughs> I have these voicemails from like when my husband and I first started dating because oh, I'm just like at too. his funeral. I'm going to play the like, it's oh, so insane. Caitlin. No, I, no, it's not insane. Well, I, so I have that with emails because Alan and I were long distance in the beginning. And then I emailed him like crazy and spent so much money for internet when I was in India visiting and he was in New York and I was like so freaking in love with him that I like couldn't, I still feel that way, but I was like, I have to keep this going. I cannot lose this man that I'm obsessed with. Uh, so I will write to him with my dyslexia. You know, luckily he ignored that. <laughs> um, but my email folder is constantly full. And so I'll go down to like the oldest emails that I have. And it's just emails of people who I'm afraid might die or have died. <laughs> it's like hundreds of them. <laughs> And I can't delete it. It's like, do you want to keep these? I'm like, I do. I'll just not download anything else for three years. But those ones got to stay. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I need a I need to forever keep a three second voicemail from my dad going, hey, toots, uh, call me back. (laughs) I know. I need it so bad. Just checking in. Don't need to call me back. Don't even worry about it. And I'm like, keep that. Mark it. Earmark that. It's so nice. It's going to go in the montage one day. (laughs) It is. 
is. And then and then iTunes sends you a montage. And you're like, fuck you, iTunes. That wasn't the montage <laughs> I needed right now on a Thursday at two. I got yeah, um, I got a lot of. So I our dog had died in August yeah, and we have yeah. a new dog now, but they mm-hmm. look kind of similar. Like they're both <gasps> white pit bulls. And oh, every yes. now and then we'll get like a collage from from like Google <laughs> photos of like of our old dog but then interspersed will just be the new dog and I'm just like did she die too <laughs> do I it's not know like, it's also like kind of helpful like whoop this one's still alive though feeling a little sad well, go pet this puppy like it's maybe uh, it sounds like a really perky co-worker who's like well look on the bright side you still got a dog <laughs> that's really annoying but it's digital You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Okay, so the the moral of the story is if you get accidentally, you know, scammed and money put in your account, leave it there for as long as you, no, deposit it into your no, own account. They want you to leave it there. They want, don't okay, leave deposit it there. It, don't leave it there. Deposit it into your own account. And then if they call you, just block everyone's number. <laughs> just run from the bank. Say, <laughs> so you can text me or we're never talking. <laughs> Sorry. Grab, throw your phone out. Get a burner phone, change your life, but keep that bank account. (laughs) Grow (laughs) a beard. Um. (laughs) Get a nose job like all my favorite scammers. Um, Yeah, Become a scammer yourself. Do it to three more people and then the curse is gone. Is that the Um, go-to plastic surgery for scammers when they're trying to change their I do think it's a great nose job. Yeah, I would – it's usually – we have also read that plastic surgeons will deny someone certain amounts of plastic surgery because they are trying to – it has happened before that like scammers or con people are trying to change their shape so that they can go continue to fool other people and not get caught. But I will say on Love Island, Ekin Sue did change her entire face and I love it. <laughs> I love what she did. <laughs> and she looks like another person. And I think it's amazing. And I think it's why she has a personality because before she looked funny and now like, like uh, had a personality humor, like a normal human who'd have to live her life in the world. And now she looks like a crazy rich plastic person who's hysterical and interesting. And I'm like, because she grew up with a, yeah. a regular face and that's why I'm she's a- doing so well. I'm like serially rewatching 30 Rock because it's like all oh. I can fall asleep to. Yeah, but I just true. I just rewatched the episode with um, CC Cunningham, Edie Falco's character, uh, and, uh, and oh yeah, you know her backstory is that <laughs> she got he, you know Jack is like, why are you like this? And she goes, I got shot in the face by a dog. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? And she says, you know, it's okay. Like you know, they did the plastic surgery. I'm much better looking now than I used to be. <laughs> I thought you made love like an ugly woman. And then she slaps <laughs> yes. him. <laughs> yes, yes. The earnestness, how you grow up with your earnest intentions. And then you just wipe all that clean with plastic surgery. And people cannot get over how interesting you are. Because pretty people 
Don't have to work that hard. Unless you're Jennifer Grey, in which case it goes the opposite way and it ruins your career. And then your career is about the big nose job mistake. Her and Ashley Tinsdale, all they do is talk about the mistakes they made. And that's never fun. But um, I can see who's thriving and I'm happy for her. And she's still in love with her guy. Um, But yes. Oh, what I was saying is always some plastic surgery surgeons won't do a cheek implant chin implant and nose drop, like all these different things. I'm Mm. sure plenty of them will, but there was (laughs) one article that said the guy was like, no, this is what, this is what Connor is trying to do. I was like, yeah, it's like an Oxycontin prescription. Like, yeah, Yeah. some doctors won't, but there are a lot who will. Anyone in Los Angeles will. (laughs) (laughs) Off the West Coast, they will not. Integrity. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder if it's just like these plastic surgeons in like Ohio are like, no, this is suspicious. Yes. and it's like only in the because it's just like nobody in the Midwest does this unless you're running from something. Yeah, external, not, not internal. Right, we're and, all running from something internally. Oh, constantly. But well, Ekansu did get hers in Turkey, and there's this huge thing on TikTok about like uh, plastic surgery in Turkey. And I know I'm bringing up plastic surgery again. I think I've brought up plastic surgery, Ariel, in the last like <laughs> seven episodes. And Lydia, shout out to Lydia, the my favorite, who's listening. She was like, you are obsessed with veneers. <laughs> you are obsessed with plastic <laughs> surgery. Because I just think it's such a bizarre, the the point between you, someone thinking like, that's not fake. I, I don't want to, that's not what I, I think I should be, or I don't want to, you know, erase my entire heritage or something. And then there's other person right next to them in direct contrast going like, take it away, baby. Let's just bring in a new body tonight. I just think like, wow, where your brain goes between that is so fascinating. No regret. Do you think you're interested in it because you've had plastic surgery? Like obviously for very different reasons, but. Yes, yes. So I, anybody who doesn't know because I talk about it all the time. Um, I had a prophylactic mastectomy, which was like the best decision of my life. And so there was this feeling of like my breasts that are fake because the real ones had a super high risk of getting breast cancer. So there's a surgery. It's very popular. Angelina Jolie had it. So we're cool. Um, (laughs) And they give you fake breasts. And I, there's this moment of when I had, I did have to do like a revision where you could keep going. You could do like a billion revisions and you could get kind of crazy with it. But I What does that mean? So, so I had, I chose my breast size Mm -hmm. and then I, my boobs at the time, like after the surgery and everything, your body is like all puffy and like a little larger. And my plastic surgeon was like, I think you should go a little larger for your body. The breast size you're picking right now are quite small. And, and I was like, no, no, no. I know my truth and my body and I don't want to go larger. Like I, I grew up with large breasts. Like now I'm, Mm. I'm like a smaller breast. And I was like, this is, nobody understands it, but I felt very over-sexualized when I was young and puberty yeah. that now I can control it. And she's like, okay. And then she was absolutely right because she's the plastic surgeon and she's done this a billion <laughs> times. And though I had my little like moment where I stood up for myself, um, I did realize a year later that my breasts didn't look like breasts. They look like sad emoji eyes, like the, the sad emoji, <laughs> uh, like crying emoji. And like, and um, I had like gained a little weight. And so it just, it didn't look like the breast shape that I had first started out with. And it was because they shift and adjust and everything. So I went in a year later and got just one size bigger, but it has made a huge difference. And I'll tell you, I can go in and have like two or three things fixed right now. Like one breast is like a little bit more perkier to the right than the other one is, but the other one's a little more circular. Nobody, people might look at it, but I think sometimes it looks like I'm just wearing a sports bra and I have like weird fitting in my sports bra. But if I stare at myself, my breasts look like two different things. but I'll tell you, the the surgery was the best thing in the entire world. I'm so happy I had it. I could care less about my old breasts. It is such a joy, such a feeling of peace, such a feeling of strength, and such a feeling of like just total relief that I don't have to be mm. worried about this cancer hunting me and that I really like my size of my breasts now, which it's it's hard. For women, we usually feel like you're you're so lucky that you have something. You better, you better appreciate it. And what if you said, like, I don't really want that? Like, I don't, people were yeah. like, oh, your beautiful, cherished, large bosom. And I'm like, I don't want a bosom <laughs> at 19. I just want boobs that I can yeah. put in a t-shirt and go to work. Like, right. And I, I want didn't... grandma comfort tits until no, later. <laughs> no, And I know I'm sure there could be bait, great pillows for babies to lay on. But like, I didn't, it's interesting because every, especially with breasts, like everyone has an idea and opinion of what you should love and what you should appreciate. But 
or what they wish they had, you know, and I don't, and I love where they are now. And it was something that wasn't, it wasn't my face. So mm-hmm. it's not like somebody goes, I think what I was, what I'm nervous about always with like plastic surgery is like, Ooh, you look this way. You're a big old liar. <laughs> I think uh-huh. that's the bottom line is that people can call you out because they do that to celebrities. They're like, look at this right. idiot's nose job. And it's like, I've okay. Googled stuff. I've yes. been like, what did Khloe Kardashian used to look like? Yes. <laughs> I'll do I that all the time. It's, I'm fascinated with what they do. But the thing is, they're thriving in their life. Like while we're right. Googling and everything, they're still doing great. And I guess with breasts, I, because I have turned it into this like story and I'm sharing and everything, it's, mm-hmm. it's more powerful and I'm happy of the change. But I think there's that feeling, I guess it's the feeling of being scammed, of feeling stupid. Like what if you get the wrong s- facial surgery that does a Jennifer Grey thing? Or what if you do something that everybody notices and thinks is very odd and off-putting or people think you're selling out? Like there's so right. much attitude and that would be always what would stop me is that there's just like so much, such a negative impression upon somebody who wants to do that. Whereas for my breasts, it was celebrated. So I yeah. feel like I kind of like got out, like I kind of got the, you know, collect a hundred and skip all the way to go because everybody was so nice about it. But still to this day, I don't feel that I need to do all the extra tiny little mm-hmm. heels and imperfection things that my plastic surgeon was like, if you want to, we can make them look basically perfect to do one or two things. I don't want to go back into surgery. I don't want to yeah. be like healing for another six weeks. I just don't want to right. deal with that. So I'm like, oh, maybe they look, if somebody's staring at my breast, they look a little lopsided. And then you know what? Good for them. That It's their problem. <laughs> They're staring at my breast. <laughs> they should be doing something else. <laughs> and it well, might look a little different. Look, if you listening are like trying to save up for a plastic surgery. Get it. Next time, <laughs> get it. Yeah, and next time somebody Venmo's you and you were not expecting that money and you think it's a mistake, you transfer that right into your plastic surgery plastic account. Plastic surgery fund. I think that's mm-hmm. brilliant. I think that's mm-hmm. really smart. Yeah, I think everyone, it it might make your life so much better. I could never pull the trigger right now because I'm afraid it will make me look less Jewish and offend my family. But <laughs> I just do it. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Man, now I want this scam to happen to me. I fucking hope somebody... Can you imagine $3,000? Yes. Just fucking... I would love it. That might be the way comedians start making money is that they do like... <laughs> you <laughs> like, get scammed and then you just keep it. <laughs> and then you just keep it and that's how you become a lucrative comedian. Wow. That's amazing. I've wow. been trying to write jokes and sell sell stickers, but no, 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 no stickers. <laughs> There's no stick. I love that. I want a sticker. Damn, I want. I'll come bring you a sticker when I get okay, back. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta hang out. Okay. And I just will do a birthday thing for you. That's why I wanted you to come over because my birthday's in a couple of days, and I wanted to do like a birthday thing. Caitlin, I know. Happy birthday! Thanks. Well, birthdays are crazy. They're so funny. They used to mean so much, and now it's just like. I'm just going to keep lying that I'm younger. So I don't. <laughs> how long can I get away with this age is my question each each year. Okay, bleep this out, everyone. I'm turning. <laughs> and I, it blows my fucking mind, Ariel. Caitlin, that blows my fucking mind. It, it blo- I don't understand. And now yeah. I can't play early 20s anymore in acting. And I'm sure. pissed off that like. But you could definitely play late 20s. I hope so. I really do. I really hope so. I do. For use, sure. Um, early 30s. Yes. I'm happy. For early sure. 30s. You look 31. Thank God. That's my guess. That's Thank God. Well, that's what I'm. I, yeah, I think I might start to say I'm 34. But the problem is yeah. I did this dangerous boobies book and I talk about my age in it and I talk about the year and it's like I'm fucked. So I can't even. Yeah, but nobody it. reads. You're I hope fine. not. I hope nobody reads. I hope they just purchase it and then throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> the residual money. Burn it. Book burnings were actually pretty good for money. smothers. <laughs> sell Caitlin money. Just send me the money and I'll tell you I'll send you the book and I'll just chat your ear off about what the book's about. That should be it. Um, Venmo, Zell Caitlin $50 and she'll tell you her real age. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that insane? And like, Alan is and I were born the same year. And so he's getting older. And I'm like, yeah, you look like more dignified, like fatherly in a smart, handsome, sophisticated man way. He's a journalist. I'm like, yeah, that's a good age for you. And then I'm like, that age makes me want to puke if I think about myself. (laughs) (laughs) So you keep that age. And this is when we separate our realities. Okay. (laughs) you know what? Age birthdays. It's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. Oh, what? It's it's the the year the earth went around the sun. Scam. Yeah. What, I came into this world and you want to celebrate me? Fuck 
you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm going to be alone with the lights out so nobody can see I'm aging. And that's how we do it. Uh, oh, I love it. Well, Ariel, I'm this definitely going to. This is amazing. Uh, what we did, you guys did not hear, is that we. We wrote an entire pilot before. <laughs> Ariel's an amazing no, no, no. writer. You Caitlin wrote an entire pilot, <laughs> no. and I helped a little bit with some formatting and so shaping much, of it. And so That's much anxiety. it. So much anxiety. Um, guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Ariel. Thanks, Caitlin. Let us know. Plug your um, okay. socials where they can find, find your great videos. On all social media, it's at Ariel A R I E L underscore comedy. So that's that's that's, that's on good. Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, you can go to my website, which is a different name. It's Ariel Elias Comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, A-R-I-E-L-E-L-I-A-S comedy.com. And that has my dates. I mean, I post dates too on like Instagram and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, I love it. So I like usually in the bio. So it'll you can be in the show I'm, notes, like, babes. Yeah, you can see if I'm coming to a city near you. Yeah, and she might. Also, if you want to see Ariel in your city and you're like, I wish somebody would cold call this nightclub, then just save her the problem and DM her and she'll, you know, she'll go. Or better yet, fucking call your... No, you can just DM me. No, no, no. Call the company? Yeah. I would never... No, because I realize I can't ask people to call. No. After Could what we've just after, after what, what we've just, just established, Could they message a comedy club and say you need to have this girl on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Email yeah. or message or DM your local comedy club and be like, mm-hmm. "Have you seen this comedian? Please have, have her." Have you seen her? And could you please give her three thousand dollars? At least, <laughs> at least, at least. I'm just thinking about like the scan. See if also no, you can get kidding. that comedy <laughs> into the scan. That would be <laughs> so great. Much. <laughs> it's a lot oh. for me right now. <laughs> Wait, oh shit, I have to tell you this one thing. So I had two speaking gigs lined up and the people I was working with, I said, is this confirmed? Is this confirmed? I emailed five different people. No, two different people, like five times. Is this confirmed? They said, yeah, definitely. Then never responded, then ghosted me. And then they're like, it's not confirmed. Actually, we thought you were talking about another event. So we only have one speaking event this year and that's going to make me lose like thousands of dollars. And I am so mad at them because it's their fault. So I'm like, how do I get them? But also I want them to keep hiring me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so if you want to hear Caitlin come speak at, yes. your, at your place, at your event, she's a great you. speaker. We love talking. I love chatting. Love Give this. us money. Yes. <laughs> also, our Venmo and Zelle app are. <laughs> I mean, my Venmo is also at Ariel underscore comedy. So yeah. feel free Give to 10 bucks for listening. Five bucks. Guys, you can also join our Patreon. That gives me a couple of bucks a month, and it's amazing, which I really appreciate, which is at Scamwell Podcast on Patreon. You can call us. You can reach out to us. We're at Scamwell Podcast on Gmail, Instagram. Uh, I was going to say Wikipedia. No one's written us on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> what? No one. No one. Unconscionable. So depressing. All I want is for someone to make me a Wikipedia. And once I tried to pay someone, I tried to scam the system. And because my book was coming out and I was like, oh, I have to look like I'm an author. So I, I Fivered on the Fiverr app. Do you remember uh-huh. that? Somebody asked and they were like, this isn't real. Even Wikipedia was like, we can tell this is written by the person and uh, by someone else in conjuncture. Wow. So it, I've never gotten my Wikipedia page, but um, that's okay. That's not fair. The Queen of England got a Wikipedia page, and I would argue she did much less productive did, stuff than you. She was co-signing so much tragedy. Mm-hmm. So many Native people and countries were mm-hmm. killed. And, and she uh, gets a Wikipedia page? She gets a Wikipedia page. You know? Bullshit. Bullshit. Scam. God. She's a, she's a con artist. Yeah, um, the original yeah. the original scam queen. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. <laughs> scam queen, scam con. We're going to have have a scam con in her honor. My grandmother, who's British, cannot stand her. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah. are you so excited about the queen? Because my grandmother has a really thick accent still. And she's like, no, we hate those people. They suck. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're such like annoying waste of life. So shout out to grandmas. Okay, <laughs> we got to wrap this up eventually, but this okay. is just too fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can call us on our hot tip hotline, 347-509-9414. And thank you. Thank you, Ariel. Thank you, Kate and Jesse. Bye. 
Stand Well Podcast Season 2 is produced and edited by me, Caitlin Brodnick, produced and edited by Caitlin Moltenhauer, and edited by Jesse Karen. We are part of the More Banana Podcast Network, which is an all-female-owned and run network for women's voices uninterrupted. If you love us, the best thing you can do is rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. It will help us tremendously. Thank you guys so much for listening. All of your support. We're so happy to have you here and we will see you next week. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.